Hi friends, welcome to the latest episode of James Talks, my new podcast. It's great to have you here, I'm so excited to do this, I love doing this, just sitting here at my laptop with my new white round microphone recording this stuff for you and sharing it with you, it's just so, so exciting. Um, yeah. So yeah, if you want to connect with me, um, my blog is jamesprescott.co.uk. I'm on Twitter and Instagram, at jamesprescott77. And there's a couple of Facebook places you can find me, James Prescott Writer, and also the jamesprescott.co.uk Facebook group for subscribers. Um, and you can connect with me all, all those places. You can leave messages for me. I will try and get back to you. I'd love to connect with you all and really build a community here. It's really, really important to me. Um, so, yeah, I um, look forward to hearing from you. So today on James Talks, it's Matt Damon and the myth of success. Um, yes, we're going to get to Matt Damon a bit later, but uh, I really want to go at this today because this is something that I really care about. It's something that I'm passionate about. and I believe it gets to the core of, of not just us as creative people, but who we are as people. So, so let's just begin um, with a story. Uh, last year, I've told you this story before, but um, this last year I gave up coaching. Last year I gave up. Sorry, the wonders of live technology. Last year I gave up writing publicly for a few months, and the reason I gave up writing publicly was because I had lost myself in the idol of success. I had subscribed to the lie that you only matter if your work matters. That, that you only matter if you leave a legacy for loads and loads of people. And that your work only matters if it impacts a lot of people. And I've seen lots of people talking about this on their blogs. I've seen people talking about it on Twitter. Lots of people market their work by playing on the idea that you, your life only matters if you've left a massive legacy for loads and loads of people. And that the only work that matters is the work that impacts lots and lots of people. And that is a horrendous, horrendous lie. I believed this lie for so long. And what happened to me was it, is that it kind of numbed my creativity. It took the, I lost touch with my writer's heart. I, I, I lost, I was unable to hear my own voice anymore. Because the whole idea of money and status and success and popularity, glory, the idols of all of these things had become more important to me than creating the, the best work that I could and the most honest work that I could. I was more interested in what other people thought than in creating the work that was the most honest work that I could create. And it affected me and other people could see it. Um, I could feel it, to be honest. I knew something wasn't right. I felt empty. I felt, you know, that I wasn't myself anymore. 
And it, and so what I did for a few months is I stopped publishing writing publicly. And I confined myself to writing daily on a private blog, which nobody ever saw, nobody knew the address of. I disguised it well. And I would just free write every day. I would just write whatever came out. I wouldn't think about it. I would just write. And I can tell you safely that those few months were the most creative part of my life. And they were the part where I discovered my own identity. I discovered good things and bad things about myself. And I found my voice as a writer. And it's no exaggeration to say that has affected my entire creative work since. And the thing is that nobody will ever see that work. You know, I might share a few of, a few of them here and there in a few ebooks. But generally, nobody will ever see that work. And it wasn't written for anyone to see. Now, some people would, would say that because nobody's ever seen it, because it's not had a huge impact on, on other people publicly, that it doesn't matter. Well, that's a, that, that is a complete and utter lie. You know, and, I'm, and I care a lot about this. I'm going to get quite emotional probably, but it's such a lie because... That, Peddling an idea like that is essentially saying to people that unless your work impacts lots of people, then it doesn't matter. Then it's not important. It's not worthy. It's not valuable. And it goes even deeper than that because underneath that, it basically says that unless your life impacts a lot of other people's lives, it doesn't matter. It's not valuable. It's not worth it. But you're not worth it unless you leave a massive legacy for lots and lots of people. It plays on our fears of being anonymous, of being forgotten, and uses them. And that is just, it's, tra it's a tragedy. Because people can give up writing because of it. I, I know people, I've talked to writers, I've coached writers, and I know that there are people who are right at the beginning of their journey, and they see all this stuff, and they think, well, why should I even bother? Because... I'm not going to have the impact all these other people have. So my work, my work isn't as important. And that is a horrendous lie because all work matters. All work matters. And all lives matter. Every single human being has infinite value and worth because they exist. That's it. You have value because you exist. I talked about this a little bit before. You have value because you exist. And your work has value because it exists. Because you did it. Whatever kind of work that is. If you poured yourself into it, if you did your absolute best, if you gave yourself to it, it matters. It because it exists. Because even if nobody ever knows you did that work but you, and even if nobody ever sees that work but you, it still matters. It still valuable it's still important because you are important and our value does not come from what we do it doesn't come from our work or what people think of our work our value comes from who we are and that we exist in the first place and it's the same with our work
Don't believe the lies that people try and sell you to try and get you to buy their products. That your work only matters if it if it has a huge reach, if it has a huge impact, if it and if lots and lots of people read it. That's a lie. Your work matters because you made it. And because you had the courage to share it with other people. To put it out there in the world. Who cares how many people read it? And here's, this other, here's another, another thing about this whole idea that um, you only matter if you leave a legacy for loads and loads of people. We all leave a legacy. Every single one of us. Because all of us have, most of us anyway, have people that we know. How we have friends, we have family, we have partners, we have children. If we're lucky enough. And our lives will live on in their memory. We will leave a legacy in their life by the kind of people that we are. My mum died 15 years ago. And I, and I treasure all the memories that I have of her, all the, and all the amazing things about her. There's unique things that we did together, experiences that we had, which mean the world to me, and which only me and her will ever know about. There are, and there's her unique characteristics, her personality. Her love, her compassion, her joy, her sense of her spirit, her sense of fun, which people that know her will all know and will all love and will all love to remember. And who she was helped shape who I am. Just by being who she was, she shaped me in a really positive way. She wrote a lot of poetry. Not many people read it. A few people did, but not not loads and loads of people but it didn't matter because she made it and it mattered purely because she made it and because it existed and the people that did read it were all impacted by it were all deeply moved by it her work mattered and her life mattered just because it existed and her legacy was in the kind of life that she lived and the kind of person that she was, not in the work that she did. And that's really, really important for us to remember. We need to, we need to focus on the kind of people that we're becoming, not on, the, not on our work. I mean, it's important to focus on your work and do your work well and professional and work hard. Yes, of course. Pour yourself into your work. But our biggest priority has to be the kind of person that we're becoming. Are we a person of integrity? Are we a person of authenticity? Are we somebody who loves others? Are we compassionate? Are we good listeners? Are we understanding? Are we patient? Are we kind? Are we honest with people? Do we encourage other people? Are we willing to sit with people when they're going through it and just say that I'm here? Are you somebody who has grace, accepts people as they are, and makes people feel valuable for who they are? Are we generous? 
without any motives other than to be generous? Because I'd rather be I'd rather be that kind of person than have than sell millions and millions and millions of books. Why wouldn't you? I I want to keep my soul. I want to be the kind of person that is compassionate. I want to be the kind of person that's forgiving. I want to be the kind of person that shows grace to people. I want to, kind of, I want to be the kind of person that thinks of others before himself and doesn't have an ulterior selfish motive with everything he does. I want to be a person of integrity. And I want to be, I want to be authentic in everything I do. I want to be honest in everything I do. Are we willing to be vulnerable to the extent that it's appropriate? And I want to create the most honest, high quality work that I can and share it with the world. And that's it. And if I've done all of that, I've done well. We need to focus on the kind of person that we want to become, not on what we want to do. Because because we need to begin with the kind of person that we are and where our security is and where our value comes from and where our security and identity is grounded because that's really, really important because that's the beginning of going into what we do. If we get who we are right or on the right track or grounded in the right place, then what we do will naturally flow out of that. And if we fail because most of us will fail, then it won't kill us, because that was never the goal anyway. The goal was to create the the work that we were born to make and to share it with people. And our value and our worth and our security does not come from any of that. So let's focus on the kind of person that we're going to become. Now I've got a little story here about the folly of of making um, award, glory, numbers, stats, success, as the world defines it, our idol. And it's a story that Matt Damon told on a talk show uh, the other day that I watched. And it was a really, really moving experience to watch it because it's quite a light-hearted show, the show I was watching. But as he started to talk about this stuff, suddenly the whole tone changed. You could literally feel the whole energy in the room shifting to this kind of deeply moving, deeply raw, honest moment. And this is the story. Matt was talking about when he won an Oscar. He won an, Matt Damon won an Oscar um, together with uh, Ben Affleck for their screenplay for Good Will Hunting, which is an awesome movie. Um, if you haven't seen it, do watch it. It's an amazing movie. Well deserving of an Oscar for best screenplay. And yeah, he won this Oscar and he was 27 years old when he won this Oscar. And he went home with his girlfriend that night and he couldn't sleep. He, he, you know, his girlfriend was fast asleep and he just couldn't sleep. And he got up and he sat and looked at this this Oscar. 
and he he thought to himself, I'm so glad I didn't have to screw anyone over to get this. And then he had a revelation. You see, now winning an Oscar is the, probably the most prestigious thing that can happen to you in the film industry. It's like the, the Pulitzer Prize in writing. It's, it's the ultimate symbol of achievement and success and status. It, you know, it proves that you are that you matter, that you are a great, that you that, you know, and that you've left a legacy and you'll go down in history. And Matt had this Oscar in front of him. And he realised that this thing couldn't fill the hole in his heart. This kind of lack of satisfaction that had been there. And he and he said that if anyone's making this their goal, if anyone's making this their idol, and these aren't the exact words he used, this is kind of my interpretation of it, but if anyone makes these kind of things their idol, if you're building your whole life around this thing, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna die unsatisfied. Because he realised that he got this award, but he didn't still he didn't feel like complete or fulfilled or or content, or that somehow he made it, or that everything was done, and that any kind of sense of fulfilment or completion. And this award had been built up and built up and built up in his mind, and now he had it, and he didn't feel the fulfilment that he thought he would. And he said that he he was so glad that he learned that lesson at 27, Actually, to build your life around those kind of idols, those kind of achievements, to think they'll fulfil you, is a big mistake. And I've always always had respect for um, Matt Damon as an actor. When he when he told that story, I I gained respect for him as a man because he got it. He realised that actually, all these things we make out that will complete us, that will save us, that will make us whole, that these idols that we worship of success and of achievement and of money and status, that they won't fulfil us, that they won't even give us security, that they will not make us whole or complete. And I do worry that someday that some of these major writers who are hugely successful, but you can tell are not writing because not writing their most honest work. They're writing because they're writing the work that will make them the most money and will give them the most security. That one day they'll wake up and realise, what did I do with my life? There are all these things that I wanted to create, all these books I wanted to write, and I and I didn't do them because I was more interested in creating what was going to sell well, rather than being honest about what was going on inside of me and sharing the most honest work that I had. And I don't want any of you to go through that. I don't want any of you to have that experience. And the way to, the way to avoid that is to begin, as we, as we talked about before, to begin with grace. To begin with, you are enough as you are. You matter as you are. You, are, you belong, you are valuable, you are lovable. You are accepted as you are, not for what you do. And what you do 
does not define your value. It does not define your worth. And how many people remember you after you've gone is not a measure of how valuable you are or how valuable your life was. Your your life was valuable or is valuable because you're alive, because you exist. That's it. And your work matters because it was created. That's it. Your life matters because you exist. And your work matters because you made it. That's it. Your work has infinite value and worth. You have infinite value and worth because you and your work exist. That's it. And even the process of creating that work will have changed you. It will have shaped you. Just as that work I did on my break shaped my message and shaped my voice and my identity and helped me to be the kind of person that could help other people and help me find a message that I could share with other people. Work that you, that other people may never see of yours may do the same for you. And even if you're, the work that you ultimately make and share publicly doesn't impact many people, it doesn't matter because it has value because you made it and you shared it. Sharing your work publicly is a courageous thing to do. It's putting yourself out there. And anyone who does it is courageous. And the act of doing that is a success story in itself. I've said this before and I'll say it again. When my first printed published book goes on sale next year, it will be a success before it's sold a copy because it exists. So I want to leave you today with just a couple of basic things. Your work matters because it exists and you matter because you exist. And if you want to find out what you really care about, if you want to find your real voice, I'd recommend free writing. Just sitting down every day, just writing whatever comes out. Don't think about it. Don't edit it. Don't go back and correct it. Just write whatever comes out and keep doing it. Because eventually you'll get, you'll come to the truth. You'll find out difficult, painful things that were going on inside that you maybe didn't know about. Insecurities and fears and doubts. But you'll also find out what you really care about. The things you really want to talk about. And the lessons that you can learn with, share with people. You'll find your voice. You'll find out who you really are. You'll be able to deal with the things that are holding you back, that you didn't know were holding you back, and you'll be able to have a message that you can share with other people. You'll have, you'll find out what you're really called to do. You'll find out what your purpose is, and then you can get to work on doing that. And maybe a lot of people will will, will respond to that, and maybe only a couple of people will, but it won't matter because your work will matter because it exists. And you matter because you'll exist. And you'll begin to understand that. And there's great joy to be found there. In terms of our income and in terms of making our living, there's a succession with making your living out of, out of writing. Well, I'm fast coming to the conclusion that, certainly for me, and this might be different for other people, but for me, I don't want my primary source of income to be my writing. 
Now let me get this straight. I'm, I consider myself a professional writer. I write every day. I write even when I don't feel like writing. I write because I want to master my craft. And it take, I know that'll take a lifetime. And even then I might not master it, but I want to write as, I write six days a week, every week, because I want to become a better writer, because I want to become the best writer that I'm capable of becoming. And I want to, I want to professionally publish work and I'm willing to charge for that work because work costs something to create. It costs something for me and it costs, and it actually costs money to print a book and uh, publish it. So, um, and, and I want to create work that's worthy of people paying for it because I'm a professional writer. But I'll keep writing every day and there may be a lot of work that I don't share with people but I'm but and I'll keep doing that because I love to do that I love to write. I'll write even if nobody ever sees any of my work let me get this straight but I'm a professional writer and I want to I want to create great work and I want to get out get out there and pub, publish it and sell it you know and I'll create a lot of work which I just give away I've already given away a few free books and there'll be more that I give away because I think that's really, really important and I don't want people to be limited by money to be getting access to my work and because I want to be generous. I want to be somebody who's generous. But I don't want to make publishing books my main source of income because I want to be free from the need to sell lots of books. I want to be... I don't want my living to be dependent on me selling lots and lots of books. I want to be free to create the most honest work I can and not have my income dependent on the outcome of book sales. Because I believe the best way I can serve other people, the best way I can be true to who I am and my calling, is to create the most honest work I can, not the work that's guaranteed to sell the most. So I'll make my living from something else. At the moment, I've got a day job. In the future, what I would really love to do is to coach writers, to help, to coach people, to help them discover their identity and their calling on the principles that I've talked about today, to help people on that journey that the same way that I was on that journey and that I'm still on that journey. And that would be a great way to, to make a living because it would be something that I love to do, it's something that I'm passionate about and I care about. And hopefully one day that will happen. I'm already working on ways to make that happen. But if I don't do that, or if that doesn't work, I'll just do another job. Because I don't want my living to be dependent on my creative work. I'm happy to make money from publishing books, but I don't want that to be my, my main source of income and what I build my budget around. Because that way I'm freed to create the most honest work that I can, the best work that I can, the work that's going to impact the most people. Or maybe not even the most people, but the work that's going to be most true to who I am. And that's more important to me than creating work that impacts lots and lots of people. Is creating work that will impact people with my story, that will be honest, that will be true, that will be me. So that, so that I, can, I can rest one day content knowing that I was true to who I was and to the messages that God put inside of me. That I, that I shared my story and that I poured out what I'd experienced and learnt and the gifts that I had to help other people, regardless of what the outcome was.
and I know that I'll be a better person because of that. And that's what I pray for you. I pray that you you would do that. That you would do that. That you would find your voice. That you would find your identity and your grounding in who you are. Not in what you do. That you know that you're enough and you belong as you are. And that your work matters because it exists. And that you matter because you exist. Let's talk soon. Take care.